Just want to give y'all a quick uh, shout out uh, to let you know I met a couple celebrities on my cruise. And uh, when I came home, we stopped through Tennessee from New Orleans. We went, through, we went, went to Tennessee, rather. Why when we left New Orleans. And I want to give y'all a hint on some of y'all. Guess who I met? One of the smoothest singers, smoothest brothers ever to do it. Yeah, did you figure it out yet? Oh, let me just. Let me give you a little something right quick. Check this out. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Y'all still don't know who it is? Ah, you know who it is. Right, I'm going to give you a little bit more. If I gave you my love. Boom, 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 boom. I tell you what I do. I'd expect a whole lot of love out of you. Uh, mm, mm, mm. You got to be good to me. I'm gonna be good to you. There's a whole lot of things. You and I could do. I still ain't figured out, Mr. Al Green, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a little bit shorter than I thought it would be. A little bit darker. Overall, great guy, great person. I took a couple pictures with him. Uh, you, I'm smoking. I told him. Uh, I told him that uh, he's one of my favorite singers, which he is. And he said, oh, "Yeah, what's your favorite song?" I said, man, where did I begin? I was like, simply beautiful. Uh, lay it down. Uh, living for the love of you. Uh, man, I'm high. Living for you. Man, boy, that, it was an awesome experience, guys. Uh, he sang a little song for my girl, my mother-in-law, and the other women that was there with us. My son sat there and was like, Daddy, who, who is that man? I was like, that's Al Green, son. I wish your nana was here to meet your cat. This is a smooth dude, man. Uh, he gave God all the glory. There's uh, something about him. He retired at the height of his music career. Like when his music was just at, the, at its peak. And if anything that's messed up would make anything more, anything more than that would have made him beyond. It wouldn't have made a difference because he was beyond stardom already. Stardom already, have you said. But yeah, I met Al Green. And yeah, that's real quick. Quick, what you call it? I made it agree this weekend. Yo, yo, yo. It's been a minute, huh, guys? Did you miss my voice? Yeah, I know you did. I hope you guys enjoyed the little Al Green sample I gave you. I made Al Green, man. It was a great feeling. Um, today I want to talk about something I seen when I was in Freeport, Bahamas, and Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, oh, first of all, hi. I'm Zachary Evans, and welcome to another episode of Life Through the Eyes of Zachary. I'm your host once again, Zachary Evans. Now let's talk. So check this out. I went to Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, first, we went to Freeport, Freeport, Bahamas. Great place to visit. Everything was good, you know. But then, what really caught my eye was the Black Union. So we, we, we shipped on down to Nassau, Bahamas. 
And as soon as I got to the South Bahamas, the first thing I noticed was there was no white people. Well, it was a certain section there were white people, but everything was black. So the guy we picked, I forgot his name. I got a video of him, several videos of him describing the history of the Bahamas. And he was saying how most of them were just slaves. They got shipped from America over to the island. And some of them came from Africa to the island. And uh, that's what made the Bahamas. I said, God. And went on to tell us how the British uh, used the slaves to help build all that stuff. And you can see the American influence over there. Um, they believed in church. Uh, the, I took a picture of the first church built. The first black church built in the Bahamas by black people. And so I asked the guy, I said, uh, I said, man, let me ask you something. What's the crime rate over here? Because I don't see number of black faces. And he said, man, our crime rate is only 6%. I said, did you say 60%? He said, no, my brother. I said 6%. I said, y'all crime rate is only 6%? He said, yeah. He said, and check this out. Not only is it 6%, but the whole country... Well, the whole free for the whole Nassau or whatever, the whole island is ran by black people. Now, I don't know if any of y'all heard the significance of what I just said, but he said the whole island is ran by black people. That means the government, the stores, the doctors, the preachers, the lawyers, the judges, everything over there is black. He said black people took over and oh, I forgot what year he said. But as he was talking, and he was letting me know how well and prosperous it was over there, my heart started to sink. A tear came to my eyes. My son looked up at me and said, Daddy, what's wrong? I said, nothing, son. It's just I've never seen nothing or anything as beautiful as what I'm seeing now. He said, what you mean, the island? I said, no, son. All these black faces, man. All those black people living on one island. I think he said there's a population of like 300 some thousand on that island. Uh, oh, 300 some thousand on one. Each island had no less than 200,000 people on it, but I think the one Nassau had, I want to say close to a million people on it, but I, I, I'm not for sure. But I had to shed a tear for that because it was a beautiful thing, people. And I said to myself, now, if these black people can get together on an island, and come up together and, and, and have unity and and no killing, no crime. I'm talking about 6%. 6% of crime rate. And, and and I think 1% of that was murder. Like a, a 1% and a half or half percent or something like that was murder. You know, I mean, come on, people. If they can get over there and do that in the Bahamas, how come we can't do that over in America? It ain't hard, man. I, for the first time in my life, I feel like black people have a chance. Black people has a chance, man. Think about it. These people all grew up around each other, man. They ain't killing each other. I didn't see nobody. They was all supporting each other. Uh, I don't know, man. It was just a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. So... On the cruise ship back home, I tried not to watch the news. 
Um, but I couldn't help but watch it. And man, you should hear what these people you should hear what these people was talking about. We had conversations from Colin Kaepernick, Donald Trump, to Barack Obama. So here's my take on a couple of those subjects. Like I was telling people on the cruise ship. You know what? Let's take a quick break right quick and then we're gonna come right back. I gotta make sure I got a whole blunt rolled up for this, but this is gonna be a good conversation, everybody. Y'all don't wanna miss it. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. Uh but yeah, so a white man was all sitting around drinking at the bar, you know, expensive cruise drinks or whatnot. Shout out to Carnival Cruise Line, the Carnival Dream. Uh, we took, we'd have been on a cruise ship, that cruise, that particular cruise ship, about, I want to say four times. Yeah, about four times. The first one was just uh, the elation. It was a little bit smaller. But man, it's always a great experience when you're going on a cruise. Especially when you get a chance to get out of the country and see other cultures and other things going down and smoke other countries' marijuana. Some of the best weed ever, y'all. Sometimes I think I was just a little bit better, though. But I don't know. Uh... But they say, they say, well, man, you're a black man. What do you think about Trump? I said, what do I think about Trump? He's just Donald Trump to me. And he said, well, what do you mean, buddy? He's just Donald Trump to you. I said, well, hey, he's the president, right? That's right, of one of the greatest countries on God's green earth. I said, exactly. I said, so some things I agree with him that he did. That he doing like when he told other countries, hey, if you charging us seventy five percent to ship over there, we charging y'all the same thing. There's no way we letting y'all get away with with shipping and whatever it's called, whatever he was talking about, getting it over here for free. If we gotta pay to ship it over to y'all country, y'all gotta pay to ship it over ours. But the most commemorable thing I can say that I, I really, really commend Trump on, and don't forget, people, I'm pro black. I'm just, I'm a, well, yeah, some probably try to tell me I wasn't pro-black because of my opinions on Donald Trump. But I, the thing that really, really uh, impressed me about Donald Trump was the fact that he said, hey, you got one more time to threaten America or to do anything we don't like, in other words, and I'm going to rain down a godly fire on you. And to me, ain't nobody other president ever told Korea that. And you, if you notice, Korea stopped doing what they were doing. They ain't setting that one more, one more video out saying that they want to beef with America or war with America, none of that. Because Donald Trump went in and told him, hey, you keep on, we're going to give you exactly what you're looking for. And so people was like, oh, Donald Trump is going to kill America with that. And he's going to do this and that, that. Man, America's going to burn and this and that. Though. Well, what is he supposed to do? What would you do if somebody's threatening your family and you know you got the means to protect yourself? Do you let them destroy half of your family first or destroy your country or your house or whatever we, we want to compare it to first and then say, all right, it's time to strike back? Or would you rather tell them, hey, look, man, this is not, it's like your child. It's like dealing with your children. When your children, excuse me, when your children mess up, you tell them one time, hey, next time I'm going to whoop your ass. 
or, or you shouldn't do that. And then when, when you do it again, you tell them, hey, then I tell you not to do it again. All right, keep trying me, keep testing me. And then that third time, you whoop the child ass, right? Right, you do. Sure you do. Because the simple fact of the matter is, you told him not to do what he did, and he's not supposed to be doing that. So you're taking initiative to say, hey, this is what happens when you do something that you're not supposed to do. Well, at least in my house, that's how it is anyway. So, yeah, I, I really commend him on that. Now, some of the other stuff, man, I, I don't agree with. I do not agree with it. But it's like food, people. You you can't say, I'm going to stop eating food because you don't like liver. I'm going to stop eating meat because I don't like chicken gizzards. Uh, I'm going to stop eating food or uh, beans because I don't like kidney beans or whatever. You see what I'm saying? So, with every situation I've always taught myself and been taught by others to take the good, it's like it's like when you martial arts over 20 years of my life now. Shout out to Larry Brantley, y'all. Platinum Films in the house. I've been doing martial arts for over 20 years of my life. And whenever we had other instructors come over to the dojo to train us on their style of fight, nobody would disrespect me and say, hey, I don't like that. That ain't going to work. Everybody just kept their mouth closed. Let the guy finish with his um his lesson that he was teaching or whatever particular style he decided to teach at that time. And then we just take whatever we like out of that and accept that and everything else we just throw away. We just threw it away. Okay. He said I should block like this, but now nah, I ain't been taught to block like that because that block doesn't make sense to me. Let me uh let me just use this technique, because I like this technique. I take this technique, that technique. And this technique, but the rest of them, I, I don't, I don't see no use for them in my life. And, and it's the same way with with, with politics to me, man. A uh, president or uh, uh, presidents you don't like, you like I told old white folks, and I told some black folks, I'm pro black. I'm for my black people. You feel where I'm coming from? Especially after I seen what I seen over there in the Bahamas, the amount of unity that those people had. Everybody was working together. Street vendors selling cigars and stuff and the guy told you hey those are real cigars he's not this guy here he they're real cigars he's not overpriced selling them he just paying what he paid for him, getting what he paid for him back and and or doubling the price or whatever you know the same thing but <clears throat> I, I didn't see any black people trying to get over on black people i remember when the guy came to us and said he's only charging 20 dollars per person for the uh for the tour and someone said to me, you should try to tell them 15. I said, hey, man, we'll give you 15. We can't take 15 per person. He said, let me show you something, man. And he pointed up to a sign on the wall, way up at the top of the wall that said, each tour shall be no less than $30 per person. And when he said the $30 per person, I looked up and seen the sign. He said, the, he said, the company that I'm working for charged $30 per person. And I only make $5 per person. He's, well, doing it this way, I would only make $5 per person. He said, but hey, I like my job. I enjoy doing what I want to do. Uh, and, and doing a cruise. And, the, and, and uh, what do you call it? Tour guide in the way he wants to. Versus the way the other people do it. He's like, you're going to learn the history. I'm going to take you to the historic land sites. And this and that, that other stuff. I said, all right, cool. Everybody, let's do it. So we decided to do it. We got over there. 
and it was another guy standing outside the same building. And he came up to us and said, you guys got somebody already? And I made a joke saying, hey, not if, uh, not if, not if you're, not if you're cheaper than the other guy is. And he laughed and said, okay, okay, okay. And he said, uh, sound like a great plan. And then we were like, uh, Dominic brought us. He was like, wait a minute. That's my friend. I cannot do that to my friend. I'm sorry. I, I, I wouldn't do it. I would underbid him, but he's my friend. And in this country, friends do not mess over friends. I said, man, that's awesome. That was fucking, excuse my language, that was fucking awesome. For this black man to say, hey, that black man is my friend. That's my brother. If, if, if it would be anybody else that I didn't know, I probably would feel the same way. I believe that we all can get along and that there's enough money through these tours, through tourism and tourists that we all can go home and get paid good for the day. And that, that really impressed me. I gave the guy $10, slid him $10 just because I could. Like, yeah, man, take this. I appreciate that. You see what I'm saying, people? Those people value loyalty and friendship more than they do money. They wasn't complaining about, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, like out here in America or where it was when I went to other countries. Hey, when I went to Belize, they was underbidding each other, trying to steal each other's company. Um, if you if you said thirty dollars, they would say I go all the way down to twenty dollars. Another guy said I can't do that, man. I I don't own this truck. I have to pay the rent. Another guy said, Well, I own my truck and I can take twenty dollars. You see what I'm saying? Versus this black man tell saying to another black man, Hey, if that's who y'all got, he's gonna be a great guy. Uh, I don't want to step on his toes. I'm not passing up no boundaries. And there was that. Man, I was very impressed. Very, very impressed. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll get back to more about my trip to the Bahamas. Now I saw him first. And I want to talk about Cody Cavalier, but that's how I feel about Donald Trump and the situations that's going down now. Hey, some things I don't like that he do. But some things I do like. So I, I judge him off the things that I do like that he does. Like I said, when you tell another country that's been threatening us for over 20 years, uh, how they can't wait to blow us up and they got stuff they can reach now. And a man finally says, okay, that's nice. Congratulations. Yeah, all right. But hey, you got one more time to fuck with us. And I'm going to fuck with you back. And it's going to be some shit you ain't never seen before. Basically saying, all right, try me. One more time. Anything that's dealing with America... You threaten it or send missiles that way, and we're going to show you better than I can tell you. And Korea shut their ass down with that bullshit. All right, guys, be back after this quick break. Hi, I'm Zachary Evans, and I'm here with tonight's, or today's rather, health tip. You guys ready? Stress free relationships. Did you know being in a stressful relationship caused you to go crazy and lose your fucking mind? Did you know that thinking someone loves you when they really don't really, really plays on your intelligence? Did you know that most men cheat on their women because of this situation? Because they're always stressed out? Did you know the lack of support in a relationship for anything other than yourself is very, very unhealthy? But there's a solution to it. Just say fuck it and leave him the fuck alone. 
Get the fuck out of there. You don't need that shit. Hey, if you're doing bad, you can do bad by yourself. Oh, and remember, you could be told that you got to die tomorrow, but it's today. So it's not so bad because you're still here. And that's been Zachary Evans. Health tip of the day. Until next time, get healthy. Oh, and smoke weed. <laughs> All health tips that I've suggested on this station is purely based off my own personal opinion and research and the research and opinion of other doctors and scientists. So if you're taking any kind of medication, please consult to your doctor first before trying any of these home remedies. The only one I can guarantee you that's not bad and it won't interfere with your medication is just not giving a fuck. All right, you guys get it. Yeah, okay. And remember, get healthy. Okay, and we're back. Sorry for the long delay of completing a segment. Had a couple of personal issues I had to take care of. Uh, now, on the Colin Kaepernick situation, white people, I just don't understand. Let me tell you something. If it was the reverse situation, and they asked, uh, and they brought uh, George Zimmerman face on there or something, I would not go out and burn my tennis shoes. I wouldn't go out and burn no jerseys. I wouldn't cut up no socks or no shorts. Man, Nike stuff costs too much money to be doing all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Even if I were to catch it on sale, because eventually all this would blow over. I'd probably never buy Nike again after that. But I would not be out there burning up my stuff. And that's just what it is. Uh, I guess that's going to end today's show. Um, Sorry, it took me so long to... To the to uh oh man I'm smoking. Sorry it took me so long to complete an episode for y'all, but I had to make sure all my stuff was on point. And you know, like I said, it ain't this ain't life through the eyes of you or the other person. This is life through the eyes of Zachary, where my opinion matters to me. Hey, and your opinion matters to you. Hey, and if your opinion matches up with mine, or even if it don't match up with mine, your opinion matters sometimes to me. <laughs> that's that good green y'all so until the next time this has been another episode another great episode of life through the eyes of Zachary this is Zachary Evans aka the man and uh yeah, oh and one more thing people don't take the pro black thing as if I hate white people or uh, I'm not. I'm against every other race, but all I'm saying is, before I can help, before I, f- I feel like before us black folks try to go off and help another country, uh, America. Period. Before we try to go off and help another country with a problem such as poverty, hunger, health, health, whatever, it, whatever it is we trying to help them with, we need to fix our own problem first. Once we fix what was wrong in America, then we should have. Then we should be able to move on. And help other countries and, and other other people. But as for the black, if my oh my, as for black people, we need to fix ourselves before we call ourselves fixing somebody else. Because like I told you, people, over there in the Bahamas, everything's all black, baby. Google it. 
6%. Google now outside Bahamas. You know what I'm saying? It's all black, man. And their crime rate is only 6%. That's that's like 7, 8 times, 10 times maybe more than the black-on-black crime rate in America. And they, and they black-on-black crime rate is 6% only because they're the majority of black people over there. Everybody was helping each other. Everybody showed each other love. People, why can't we do that? Now you got me feeling like Marvin Gaye wanted to know what's going on, people. Mercy, mercy me. It's like Marvin Gaye said in his song. Picket lines and picket signs. Don't punish me with brutality. Come on, talk to me so we can see. Ooh, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? All right, y'all. Until next time, remember this. If the doctor told you you had to die tomorrow or the next day, it's not so bad. It could be worse. But would you still here today? Y'all get it, man. Yeah, you get it. All right. Don't forget to smoke your daily joint to keep the stress off of you. And remember, marijuana holds a certain thing in it called, let's just name it the not giving a fuck effect. How will we, let me see, N-G-A-F-A. The N-G-A-F-A, not giving a fuck effect. It can be good or it can be bad. But it's all good over here on my end. And again, until next time, this has been another episode of Life Through the Eyes of Zacha. I'm your host, Zachary Evans. Hey, y'all, we need to get together, black people. And God bless America, if you believe in God. If you don't believe in God, hey, that's on you. I mean, you can believe in the great alien god Nubiru. You can believe in Buddha. You can believe in Allah, which is God still. Uh, you can just believe in merit. Whatever you want to believe in, as long as it works for you and it's helping people and it's helping yourself, I ain't got nothing to say. And that's my opinion. All right, guys. Till next time. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah, and that'll be that. Oh, one more thing. Big shout out to Nico Lewis, man. Dude, always have me keep my head on straight when I'm talking to him, telling him, hey, man, I'm bad. You know what? I'm going to do a whole episode on him. My next episode is going to be on Mr. Nico Lewis. Until next time, peace out. Oh, and uh, get high. <coughs> you should really try this. <laughs>